0: Back again with another episode of D.B.D. Grooves. Once again, just like every other time we get on this, we have a fucking awesome album for you.
1: Well, this is definitely awesome, awesome fucking album.
0: One of my favorite groups, um, one of my favorite frontmen, men, and... I don't know, just an extraordinary album. Yeah. Start to finish. Start to
1: finish. Um, pretty much all their albums. I've, I haven't listened to a lot of their later albums, like 5 and 6. Kind of, I, I lost a track there, but I mean, I'm, I guarantee they're fucking great. Well, I listen to,
0: well, like, it's weird. There's core, Purple, Tiny Music, 4, mm-hmm. Shangri-La, and then they break up. And then they do the self-titled When Scott rejoins And then they break up again I'm yeah. not super familiar with Sh- Shangri-La
1: No Shangri-La, Dida Or whatever it is Shangri-La,
0: Dida, Whatever yeah, it is I'm not, I'm not super familiar I know a couple songs on it And I like them But
1: They're probably just as Like not as good maybe As these ones Well, the The
0: first two albums Just smack oh, on a different level
1: Definitely Especially fucking. Well, I, I like both albums equally, honestly. Like, yeah, first I, one, the second one. I'd that, say
0: they're equal for me, too. I usually play them together. Mm-hmm. If not in the same night, in the same. Like, in two days, you know? Like, if I hear one, I want to hear the other.
1: And you bet your fucking asses we're going to be listening to the second one on this channel, so. Well, it's actually. Definitely gonna come up. So.
0: Well, actually. I, I'm the only one of us right now that has it, but we're both in a raffle tonight. Yeah. To win a nice blue, uh, it's the Walmart uh, version of it, which is annoying because our Walmart's here suck. in Canada suck. We don't even have records.
1: That's fucking dumb. There's so not many even nice like Walmart a
0: shitty exclusive. record. Like no. nothing. Not no. even the records you see everywhere. Like nothing. Like it's it's retarded, and all these other people are getting all these exclusive colored, and then they have Beautiful. these one dollar deals, and ugh. Oh,
1: like the red and the red and black splatter one, of, the core, uh, core, yeah. like, god damn, those are fucking beautiful uh, albums, and we can't get access to them. Come on, Walmart Canada, what the fuck But the luckily, problem?
0: like we said, we're in those groups. We're in Off Ramp. Um, more currently, we're we're checking out Vinyl Raptors, I'm like going between the two. So Off Ramp, Vinyl, and uh, Raptor, or no, Raptors. Raptor, Vinyl Raptors. Got a little tongue tied right there, but we are good, we good.
1: Fucking, so we're talking about Stone Temple Pilots today. Yes, sir. Um, these guys are from San Diego, California.
0: Who you know? Who else is from San Diego? No. Eddie Vedder. There
1: you go. Yeah, there you go. There's the connection. There. Exactly. Well, they're they're part of the grunge scene just because these guys yeah. are not from. Yeah. Well. <laughs>
0: Eddie's from San Diego, right? The rest of the guys are from Seattle. Like,
1: well, they definitely. We'll get into. There's a lot of people who talk shit about Stone Temple Pilots not being a grunge group, but I consider them. Well, I played.
0: I played ten, and maybe not ten. I think I played versus. My dad has already listened to ten. He's owned it on CD, and he owned Core and Purple. But I played them versus, and then I played them core and like he, he didn't say they were like exactly alike he's like but they are similar but I mean if Stone Temple Pilots and Pro Jam are similar then you can find so many different similarities it's it's weird how some of those bands in the 90s went under the grunge radar yeah, and some of them were just labeled you know cause uh, the Smashing Pumpkins like a lot of people just call it alternative and I mean, a lot of it's just alternative, right? It's not under that the grunge, quote unquote, yeah, uh, brand. But I mean,
1: well, the grunge band, the the, the grunge brand is sort of like broad, though. Like, yeah. but then there's people on the internet like cause we're part of a lot of facebook groups like grunge whatever the fuck I been kicked
0: out of some of them because yeah. they're douches yeah
1: cause they're they're so like oh grunge is uh, these guys and they they all think they know what grunge is described as like blind melon I wouldn't really call grunge no definitely not mm. but I mean when you listen to this album I consider it this album grunge.
0: is yeah this purple is, is compared to like each band had an album out of the big ones that like just kind of just say grunge you yeah. know they're well, yeah. they're bad motor yeah. finger um never mind this four and then like 10 like I don't know. and they're
1: all released in the span of two like two years 91 92 like most of those are all released in that yeah but like people say 95 is the cutoff for grunge like, so, like uh, another band We'll probably do eventually is Silverchair A lot of people say they're post-grunge They're not actually grunge But then people are like Actually they're grunge Because their song came out in Australia in 94 And then it came out uh, The actual album came out in the US in 95 Because of the time differences So apparently they're not grunge But I don't know I, I think they are got grunge Whether fits. they're
0: grunge or not I put them all In the same category I kind of put my music In category by decades Honestly Yeah that's
1: I don't label Honestly Yeah
0: 60s 70s 80s 90s 2000s And 2010s Now we're going Into the 2020s So Yeah
1: I mean Twenty. Yeah a whole new decade We're Mm -hmm. back in the 20s (laughs) That's kind of cool Well not cool But You know back in 1920 There was a You know the Spanish flu That fucking that's pretty not, much decimated the whole That's fucking, not cool at all, no No, no, but that decimated, <laughs> like, a lot of people, and it was the same kind of thing we're having with COVID right now. It's kind of funny, it's, like, exactly 100 years after that, we have another, like, widespread pandemic across the world. It's kind of kind of interesting to think about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess... Stone <laughs> <What's> <laughs> Temple Pilots. So they were in San Diego in 1989, they formed... Um, they went pretty much till twenty thirteen with Scott.
0: Wow. Well, and then they did still break up.
1: Yeah, they broke up in between. They broke up in like
0: 2001 two thousand one or two and got back together in like always But they also did, like shows together in between them, like one off shows and. Yeah. And during that time, uh, Scott was in Velvet Revolver. <laughs> and they released two albums. Velvet Revolver is so a super group, with pretty much the singer of. Front Pilots and the Band of Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Um I mean Dave uh, Dave Kushner there, he's not in guns. Um, but he is he did play with someone that was really cool. I I can't remember right now, but uh, it's Duff, Slash, and, and Matt Storm. If you've never checked out Velvet Revolver, check out Check that shit out. I actually won it in a raffle. I won my first two raffles. I won one from my good buddy Wes I won uh, Crowology, the Black Crows Which I look forward to spinning on here And then the Velvet Revolver Which uh, I won that from a new buddy uh, Anthony And fuck I'm pumped I'm pumped And Brad's gonna win the Mother Love Bone box set tonight And one (laughs) of us One of us is gonna win purple so, I was actually, I came in second place for Eddie Vedder Into the Wild too. I almost had a little vinyl hat trick. But, uh, yeah. came in second.
1: Um, before we get into the history of top Pilots, I'm going to do a little beer, uh, beer showcase here. Well, I'm actually drinking a mixture of beer and Clamato, because I ran out of beers. I tend to run out of beers a lot, because uh, I like to have beer. Um, so I'm drinking a Bud Light and Mox Clamato Chelada, And it fucking, uh, it's, uh, you know, eh, uh,
0: eh. Uh, dirty. Meh. Dirty. And me, I'm still drinking a 1664. Yeah. I say I'm still drinking a 1664, but I had it on the... I had it on the Skinner podcast and not the yeah. Aussie one, yeah. I don't think, no. so. Um, <laughs> awesome. I had it recently and I'm still having it now. Um...
1: And, uh, yeah, we're... Aussie podcast.
0: If you heard the Aussie podcast, we're probably going to swear a lot less and not be as offensive. (laughs) Uh, we don't like Sharon.
1: Yeah, Sharon kind of got on our nerves. Well, but I don't know, man. Uh, the way Robert Crisco is going there, I'm going to talk about him a little later. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He's starting to become a little bit of a cunt here. Look out for Robert (laughs) Crisco. Uh, so, Stone Temple Pilots is formed with Scott Weiland, vocals. Dean DeLeo and Robert DeLeo, so they're brothers. Yep. And Eric Kretz, right? Yeah. Eric Kretz. And there's two <coughs> stories of their formation that I... Uh, so, the first story for one of them was that Scott and Robert were both dating... Like, they were talking, they met up, and then they, apparently they were both dating the same girl. Nice. And so they you know they broke up with the chick but they liked the music uh they're talking about and they formed a band together that's one story the other story is they just met in school and then like you know gradually everyone joined like they met up inside mean, the sky they and could anybody. both
0: they could have went to the same school right and still have dated the same yeah girl yeah and known definitely
1: it. it just you know it's kind of interesting that there's two stories because in wyland's book he says something different i think like, uh, I like need to go here.
0: through Weiland's book
1: soon. Yeah, I've never. I, I didn't even know he had a book. I'd like to read it because he's he's a really mess He had a lot of troubles. Yeah, like a lot of troubles, it, especially per, uh, pertaining to drug use. But yeah. but
0: he liked to get high. <clears throat> right now, Wicked Gardens playing. Um, fuck! If you don't know the Stone Temple Pilots on a, a per, like a big level. If you only maybe know one or two songs You definitely know a hit or two You would definitely (laughs) recognize I mean Interstate Love song Down Purple That's probably like Their biggest Like Mainstream (laughs) Vaseline too I found Purple had the bigger
1: Like big empties
0: Mainstream hits Yeah Not bigger as in bigger to me Like Like I really like Cracker Man Which I don't even know if that's a hit I like that uh, they re-released this album years later, and it's got some uh, B-sides that didn't make the album. And only dying is one of those songs. Do you know that song, uh, Only
1: Dying? Not too well. I've heard it a couple times on the spot uh, on Spotify, but
0: uh... I, I don't understand how that didn't make this album. Work, but I mean, I also don't know what would have been taken off this album for it to be yeah on it.
1: I mean, honestly, yeah. Uh, it's either you add more songs or you take songs off <laughs> or you leave them out sorry and like, you know how it
0: is like it's their first album I, I don't know how much creativity uh, well it's it's their creativity obviously but I don't know how much
1: power they had over it right mm-hmm. yeah well th- I mean they they probably were like this because <coughs> if you listen to this um, this sounds like Metallica right now yeah the cool. intro to this a Little bit, eh? I didn't it sounds kinda of like uh what's it? Nothing else matters yes, type there. Kinda, yeah. Um but this album I find is very different in sound compared to the next album.
0: Yeah. Like this album well, is You the, know like, what? But I will say that it felt like that every album. Yeah. Uh, it, it felt yeah. like they were changing every
1: album. This being their heaviest. hmm Definitely. Their first release is definitely Bang, right? Punch in the face. But the sec the second album they got some slower songs. They got a lot of different uh types of music on there like it's not just pure grunge and then the weird. little
0: hidden track at the end yeah this is the second album like, i like i'm not that. saying it right <laughs> there like, i don't <laughs> it, know what the words cool. to it but uh, i like that shit. and i
1: think that's a thing a lot that happened in the 90s i've noticed a lot of times where it's like like a couple corn records they have hidden tracks on it like a couple well other. he does it, it again hidden tracks
0: he does it again on the the second Velvet Revolver album. Okay. There seems uh, to be like... Yeah, it's after... It's after the song Grave Dancer. They they go into this... Well, I played it for you. It's like some mm-hmm. little redneck yeah, yeah. tune, you know? Yeah. Like,
1: I like it. I mean, it's like Alice in Chains, too. They do... Uh, at the end of SAP there's Love another song. song. Like, you know? Uh, there's a couple little songs thrown in. I think it's maybe only... In, it's definitely not only a 90s thing, but... They no, seem it's to do been it around often. for a
0: while. I mean, even the uh, like uh, the Beatles have done kind of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of Sergeant Pepper's, there's a little weird thing that goes on.
1: I like that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, Stone Temple Pilots—they weren't always known as Stone Temple Pilots. They first went as uh, the band Swing. Swing. Yeah. Swing. Like- uh, I'm swinging on a swing? Yeah, like yeah. a swing. Okay. Uh, I think... But when was the last time you were on a swing? Oh, probably a couple of years ago. It wasn't like fucking decades ago. But no, was, not
0: like, decades ago. I probably... A little stoned or something. Last There's time I went to a play just out. We I played mean, fucking hide and seek recently. Yeah, well, that was before fun. the snow, and that was dope. Me and yeah, you had a great fun. hiding spot. Then we, I got cocky. I started calling. We had them.
1: good hiding spots every night, every time though. Yeah, I mean, the tree was good too, and then the park bench was pretty good. That we stayed there the whole game. They had to text us and be like, <laughs> "Yeah, we're done." <laughs> it's like, oh. But uh, uh, yeah, so swing. Uh, Dean DeLeo didn't like that name. He before so if he wanted to join. The he's name had to be changed because yeah. he was older Like he's the oldest. He's the better. oldest. Yeah. He's the lead guitarist. Mm-hmm. So they switched to uh, Mighty Joe Young, which is not better. Not better. Which kind of reminds me of Ugly Kid Joe. Mighty Joe Young. Yeah, but also Ugly a, Kid Joe. Sounds cooler. Yeah. There's also a lawyer. Uh, what? Well, sorry, their lawyer approached them after a while. They were working on core this album, and uh, yeah. They're like, yeah, there's a blues man uh, Who's also named Mighty Joe Young So you might want to switch that So then, And
0: they switched it And they weren't pieces of shit like Lady no, Antebellum yeah.
1: No oh. I've been following that story And I feel so bad for that blues lady <laughs> It's a whole career on that's uh, Lady A That's more racist
0: then, than uh, the name Lady Antebellum I know Like taking something that lady works so for And then they to sue her they, they, they The big man sue
1: sues the little blues musician uh, Who is black yeah, who's black. She's uh And she's they changed, changed their name
0: because it, it was racist, and then they take a name of an old black
1: blues singer. And yeah, and they don't want to get rid of it. Well, sorry. Like, it's just like, you know, if there was another band called The Chicks before the Dixie Chicks moved to. Uh, well, I don't like Chicks. that either. No, like, I don't think the name really matters. I think you can,
0: like, it. You can tell by people's intentions. Like, no, like they yeah. don't come off as that.
1: Like, I didn't even know Antebellum was racist. Yeah, me either. And apparently he was. I mean, it probably I don't know is. how the
0: fuck they made that name up anyways. Yeah, Lady Antebellum. I mean,
1: I but don't know fuck that them, was. honestly. Fuck them. We're not talking about that fuck shitty Fuck their shitty group. music. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then they finally settled on STP. The initials, STP from the Motor Oil Company. Yeah. But they didn't know exactly what it meant, so... Uh, one of them is pretty fucking funny. Shirley Temple's pussy was <laughs> Shirley Temple's pussy <laughs> was one of the names. <laughs> um, and then, of course, more towards uh, what it actually is, Stereo Temple Pi- uh, Pirates was Stereo Temple Pirates. Yeah. Wow. And then finally, like Stone
0: Stone Temple Pilots, which they clearly chose, Stone
1: Temple Pilots. There's a ring to that. Yeah. yeah. Better than fucking Truly Temple's pussy. <laughs> 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 Mighty Joe Young. No offense to the blues musician. But. Um, yeah, so that's fucking the names there. That, like, that has a ring to it. Like yeah. Stone Temple Pilots. I don't Jr. know what that. it means. It's like a stone temple, and then the pilots of the stone temple. I don't but know. I'm temples you... don't really move. They're just kind of stone and stuck there. So maybe they're just the lords of that temple. I think that's what my hypothesis i don't even know what the fuck i'm saying <laughs> anymore <laughs> uh so yeah Lords of the their name that
0: they don't move in so and they're pilots but they're not going anywhere you
1: have you seen the can the stp cans before yeah every yeah, time yeah. i see that logo i'm
0: like i've seen the pilots but uh, it's <laughs> yeah and it's oil but who cares like it's oh. legit the logo for the band yeah you know and honestly i think like like, they didn't steal that brand, you know what I mean? It's like they share it now. No, yeah. Like, that logo, like... They, they the, ha- the drummers had it on his drums. Yeah. You know? I see it, and I think Stone Temple Pilots. Let's say I had to put some oil in my car and I go somewhere and I see STP oil. I'm like, well, shit. I'm grabbing the Stone Temple <laughs>
1: Pilots stuff. I don't know. Uh, so, I, I I was curious when, you were, when we were talking about that. Uh, SP, STP from the American Oil Company is Scientifically Treated Petroleum. That's what it means. Okay. It sounds cool, too, though. Scientifically Treated Petroleum. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a cool name. Band name.
0: Sounds so like something
1: years. that, let, like, Les
0: Claypool would be in.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd definitely <laughs> pick Or at that. least
0: the name of one of his songs, Her Primus, too. Oh,
1: yeah, this is a four-sider,
0: right? it's three sides. Oh, three sides. Cuz right. the the fourth it's two albums, three sides and the fourth side is etched on the the edition of core that I have. We'll take a picture of it and we'll post it on the page so you guys can see what the etched side looks like
1: on the vinyl. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um would you want to do the flip while I uh, continue speaking? Oh, I'll do the to.
0: flip while you continue
1: speaking. Uh, cuz I have <laughs> uh, Core was released September 29th, 1992. Now, earlier, before, when we were talking about the podcast, I was like, oh, well, we might as well do Core because it came out the same day as Blood, Sugar, Sex, and Magic. Uh, then Dylan informed me that I was dumb. and Well, no, no I informed myself dumb, that I was dumb. And I agreed. <laughs> because uh, it's, that came out the same day as Nirvana's Nevermind and Bad Motor Finger. But this album, I knew it did come out on a fucking important day. Because Very important. Alice in Chains... Released Dirt on the exact same day. So that is two monster grunge albums. Monster. Being released in the same day. And, like, ah, well, since I'm on the topic, there's the week before Blind Melon's fucking debut album comes out. Our second episode? Which is fucking like all these albums come out at the same time. Man, I would have loved to have been alive during that time. Like, as myself, 24. Having the mindset and music knowledge I know now And then hearing this shit come out I would have been like
0: wow It makes th- you realize that the life expectancy of a band isn't as long As we would like mm-hmm. it to be You know
1: Maybe like the older bands like Rolling Stone yeah, Stones Yeah but the Stones
0: are the examples Aerosmith is the example the, You know what I mean um, ACDC is the AC/DC, example And with m- major Fucking lineup changes Oh yeah to lose a singer and do what ACDC has done over the years is incredible. And it's almost weird because you wouldn't think about it because so much has happened in mm-hmm. the life of the Stone Temple Pilots. But they're here with a new singer. They've yeah. released two albums. I've never...
1: I haven't heard the new singer. Jeff Gutt. Gutt. Gutt Guts or Gutt. Jeff Guts. I don't know. I think it's So gut. Gutt. Gut. Jeff Gutt. But anyways, so I, haven't I haven't heard, heard any What my gut for?
0: But, uh, I listened to the first one. I don't know what it's called, but there's, like, a butterfly on it. Um, I wish I could... Oh,
1: Peridia.
0: No, Peridia oh, yeah, is the yeah. new one. And it's more of a acoustic vibe, but, like...
1: I'm glad they're still around, though.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, is the rest of the pieces are there. And I love Scott. Scott, to me, like, yeah. him and Chris Cornell, their deaths are, like, two of the hardest deaths and I've ever dealt with in the my life. They're the most recent, too. yeah. Uh,
1: 2015
0: was Scott Yeah 2015 was Scott And 2017 was Chris And like I've been listening To these bands for years At both of those points You know Like I've been listening To Stone Temple Pilots Since I'm a kid Like I love The Stone Temple Pilots (laughs) I could pick out The CD cover of Purple Since I'm like Six years old
1: Yeah I'm kind of new to the whole to Stone Temple Pilots. Obviously, the whole but it doesn't
0: that don't matter. Like if you love it, you love it, and if you get it, you get it. Yeah. uh,
1: Because like my parents were, you know, hard like they're rock and roll like, '60s, '70s, '80s, '90s. We got like Tragedy stuff. They like stuff nowadays, but their main music that I heard around the house back then was '70s and '60s. So I was never really experienced to this other than Nirvana, but. I heard my fair share of Nirvana And you know what? Nirvana's on the bottom of the fucking grunge list There, I said it For you, for, for me, me as well, I mean, <laughs> well For both
0: of us But for some people, they're at the top And yeah. Stone Temple Pilots could be at the sure bottom I don't get that, but I mean, that's their Yeah, thereby. that's their
1: opinion I, I just don't see Nirvana Like, I've tried, I, l- lately, it was Kurt's birthday So I was like, okay, I'm gonna listen to uh, In Utero for Kurt and I listened to Nevermind, and I was like, In
0: Utero is way better. Yeah, In Utero is way better, first off. But there's still tunes on In Utero that just don't fucking, no, like.
1: Yeah, I mean. But I, I find like, it's more on
0: on Nevermind. Yeah. Like, and even more so on, on Bleach.
1: Like, I only like two or three songs from Bleach. And then Nevermind at, like, five or six. And then In Utero, I like pretty much the whole I
0: act. could make one album, like a greatest hits of, of Nirvana, and enjoy it a lot. But if I I've done it, I've listened to their whole discography in one
1: day and I just don't Yeah. It's I don't it's, get it's what other people get. No, yeah. I, I totally agree. I have no idea what it is about them. It's just when I put on an Alice tune, it just sounds so much
0: They're f- unplugged as fucking un- yeah, unbelievable yeah, I That's do agree. That is a
1: good one. And I really like the song Polly and... Uh, I like the song Dumb. Uh, what is the one on Nevermind with an S? Uh, something in the Air. I like Something in the Air, too.
0: I like Dumb. Dumb's a good thing. But see, that's we just named a bunch girl. of
1: stuff that's not really hits.
0: Yeah. But I really like Heartshaped Box. Yeah. Penny Royalty. I love yeah, that Yeah, all, all song. of <laughs> them. But at the same time, like... I take Stone Temple Pilots over yep. Nirvana every 100%. time. If you yep. give me ten times to tell you, I would say Stone Temple Pilots at least twenty. I'd I'll, say it
1: twice. I won't disagree at all. I completely agree with that. Cause I don't know what it is. I really cannot put my name, my finger on what it is about Nirvana that makes them not for me. Yeah. Like I don't know if it's Kurt yelling like. <laughs> or it's his not guitar the best guitar playing, playing either. either. And I mean Dave's yeah. a phenomenal drummer. Yeah. I,
0: I think the Foo Fighters are better than Nirvana. I've said that before, and I'll say it again.
1: Well, but there's definitely... It's kind of hard to, you know, justify, because there's, a mil- like, a fuck ton of Foo Fighters albums, and only three or yeah, four. But, but I only really listened to the first four Foo Fighters albums. True. I haven't listened to much Foo Fighters, so... I can't say that they're better than Nirvana. I haven't listened to, but what I've heard, it sounds like, I don't know, it's just... When I listen to the Nirvana, it sounds so rough and raw, and I know that's probably what Kurt wanted, but... Well, he he was pretty, uh...
0: He was one of the main guys to talk shit about Pearl Jam's first album because of how clean it sounded.
1: Yeah, well, like, what's wrong if it and, sounds clean? Like,
0: he talked mad shit on Eddie, and, and you know, there was a little bit of a beef there. They, they worked it out before Kurt died, and they actually became good friends.
1: Mm-hmm. Like oh, Allison Chains, their all their albums sound fucking clean. Oh, you listen yeah. to that; it sounds powerful, yeah. boosted. It's organ, like it's fucking. You know. I think it was because Pro Jam was
0: one of the last to come, and they came like flying out of nowhere, <laughs>
1: flying like a fucking rocket into the scene. I honestly like. I put their
0: first two albums he was against probably, anyone's. He's probably just grand. salty that
1: they're they both albums came out the same day. Never mind. And, uh no, no not, they didn't pro jam 10 Save came me. out
0: before never mind
1: okay sorry i'm a, it they're like a month apart though yeah i think uh, like a month maybe two max yeah, yeah.
0: we're listening to a killer track right now oh, this
1: is creep one of my favorites sure. great fucking song uh well we'll get back to core now we how our spiel about nirvana we'll get to nirvana one day I definitely want to spend in utero one day so you're definitely going to hear some nirvana at yes. some point cool. but not right now <laughs> yeah also this album is produced by Brendan O'Brien who produced a lot of fucking uh not amazing just novels. a
0: producer but a mixer and an engineer and he did yeah. so many
1: great things in, in the 90s to now but. And we talked about it on our ACDC podcast. If you want to hear more about what he's been on, but like, he's just produced everyone. A and we also long. I
0: think we mentioned him on the Chili Peppers. Yeah. he's A mixer on Blood Sugar Sex and Magic.
1: Um, he's gonna be mentioned a couple more times probably because so you know do some PJs. Yeah. Honey. Pearl Jam for sure. That yeah. We gotta do Pearl Jam. That's uh, yeah. I one. feel like that should be soon. Should be coming up. We've done like you know Alice, Blind Melon. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots now and, and Pro Jam people.
0: is the group that made me fall in love with this
1: era yeah okay well, definitely and they're
0: the only one with the with I can't say an original lineup because the drummer's not original but that's Matt Cameron from Soundgarden it's
1: pretty close
0: and to... the original was never gonna be there in a situation with Pro Jam you know
1: yeah
0: not even the second or third guy so I couldn't think of anyone better than than Matt
1: no, uh, honestly, no. I, yeah, I agree. Um, so, Don't Temple Pilots' core, when it was released, peaked at number three. Wow. Number three in out 1992. Out of nowhere,
0: out from the debut, and they're peaking at three.
1: And I, 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 can guarantee you, I want number two and number one are probably one of the bands we've uh, we've talked about. <laughs> yeah. Like, they've got to be up there. Like. Wow. Either never, either some Nirvana or Pearl Jam or one of those three must have well, been on Dirt the top. Dirt should have been close too. Yeah. It was released the same day. Um, but I feel like you know I
0: honestly I love Dirt. I love Dirt with all my heart and uh, I think they're pretty much equally as good. hmm You know what
1: I mean? For like this and that?
0: Yeah. 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 St- yeah Core yeah. by Stone Temple Pilots and Dirt yeah. by Alice in Chains I, I say they're pretty equal. Yeah. I can't disagree more. Like, you uh, can't no.
1: disagree Sorry, more? I can't. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, yeah, I can't disagree more. <laughs> I can't agree more. I can't agree more. Um, I definitely agree, because honestly, they're phenomenal core, phenomenal. And you oh. know what's kind of interesting? The album covers look kind of, not similar, but like they both you know, got a girl. I, yeah, I know, I know. They got yeah, a, I know. They both got a girl. It's kind of an orangey, reddish hue. This is
0: red and the other one's like orange. And yeah. like, it's a girl.
1: Hmm. The
0: title of it's at the bottom. Yeah, I see what you mean. I've never really thought of that.
1: <laughs> they kind of, I don't know, maybe it might be a coincidence <laughs> but instead like, you know, of the same color, it's oh, got it's like not, a scape in the background. It's not like it's like,
0: a, like it's not bad. identical no, by no, any means. No. But when you look at them and think they came out on the same day, you're like, <laughs> I see the similarities.
1: Ah, uh, that's what I, I've even, always noticed that, even in the music. Yeah, sometimes yeah for sure. Like I, I
0: think Jerry's the better guitar player.
1: Yeah. No offense to Robert, Uh Dean. Sorry, he must he does really good. Oh, Dean's a beast, but I think Jerry Cantrell is the most underrated person in that era. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, he's not even on the fucking 100 greatest fucking guitar players. (laughs) Shot! Who? Jerry? No. Everyone. (laughs) But. Um, but, you know, okay, so, yeah. Well, since we were talking about Alice, um, a lot of critics gave, uh, Stone Temple Pilots shit when this came out because Uh. it's, like they said... It's Pearl Jam mixed with Alice in Chains. And certain certain tints, yes, but no, not even close. Like they say, they're they're saying uh, they're a bunch of rip-offs. That uh, hold on, I had another one here. There, um, I don't have another one. I guess. Oh yeah. They were grunge imitators. No. They were part of grunge. They're not grunge imitators if grunge is three years old at this time. You know? <laughs> like, I don't know. It doesn't. That bothers me that they say, like, they say fucking. Uh, and to say that it's a Pearl Jam imitator, like. Pearl Jam's still pretty fresh at that time. Like Yeah, they're, like, they're fresh at the out, gate too, you know? 10 came out when? 91? Yeah. yeah. So it's a year after, and they're saying they're imitators. It's, they're not imitating grunge. They're just being part of the scene. It's all coming out at the same time. You know, like... We, I don't think that the, the guys in grunge
0: hated it. I've seen Jerry... I didn't see it personally, but I've seen videos of Jerry performing with Stone Temple Pilots. Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't, actually. Oh, that's that's cool. cool. Yeah. Wait, uh... Re- it was recently.
1: Like, I think I might have. because like 2008, singer, right? 2009 or something. Yeah. I They're think I've seen. Probably pouring
0: the last album.
1: I think I saw it. I think, I think I've think i seen a video of. I, I can't remember exactly, but I think I've seen a video with Jerry of Jerry Cantrell. I think
0: it's part. too good to hate it.
1: No, you exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't get their point. And Mr. Robert Crisco had a fucking wonderful Fuck thing to say you, about. Robert Crisco. He basically said the same thing as all the other critics, that they're imitators and blah 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 blah. It's like shut your fucking mouth. You know why? Because shut they did a great face uncuff up. Three on the Billboard fucking charts, number three. It can't be fucking bad if you're number three Four on the Billboard huge. charts. I mean,
0: dead and bloated was a hit. Sex type thing was a hit. Wicked garden was a
1: hit. Creep Plush. was a hit. Plush was a hit. Plush was and a fucking Grammy it. award winner. A Grammy award. They yeah, won a Grammy. Yeah, 1994's heavy. Uh, what was it? Best hard rock at in 1994 for Plush. So obviously Robert Crisco doesn't know what the fuck Remember he's when we played Plush at camp? <laughs> yeah, that was Didn't a good we time. do Big Empty one year too? We.
0: Yeah. Because we, we did, did, did one with we did one with uh,
1: Evan. Right. And that was Howl, Big Empty, Howl, and then we yeah. did Plush with Hal and yeah. Jamie. And see, that was before I even really fucking knew who Stone Temple Pilots were. I just liked the song and it sounded cool. And GTA San Andreas. Well, I've been, (laughs) like I said,
0: I've been listening to Stone
1: Temple Pilots for a long time, but like, I
0: remember that being a big summer too, where like, like Hal was talking about those bands a lot. And that's when I looked at like Mud Honey for the first Mm
1: -hmm. time. You know, it was
0: like 17 or something. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, you know the mainstream. You know what was big, but like, look at some of these look, screaming trees. or mm-hmm. It was like, oh shit.
1: I'd have to give my sister uh, credit for showing me Stone Temple Pilots before I even know knew who they were. They definitely, um, the, you know, they were a part of, uh, like, she'd listen to them all the time. I'd go over to her place and play video, uh, board games, and she'd be listening to Stone Temple Pilots and stuff like that. So that's probably where I recognize most of the songs from. And that's probably where I heard them first, but GTA San Andreas is pretty close with Plush. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that came out. Well, that I, I didn't think play every it out, but. <laughs> like
0: boy and even a lot of the girls our age played San Andreas. Definitely. Even like, kid, and if not, and even people older than us too. Like I mean, we were like the young kids when yeah, it. Yeah, my brother up. was
1: playing that shit when it came out. Yeah, like he finished. Well, he he was the one who gave me the saved game. Like he gave me the whole saved game, so I didn't have to do any of the missions. So I could just fuck around and like spawn tanks and blow up shit. But eventually, now I'm doing a replay, and I love every single song on it. And you know what? They have a song from Dirt on there, and they have a song from this album on there as well. On there uh, is it uh, Rooster? No, it's um uh, them bones. Them bones. Yeah. Okay. They have them bones and plush. So that's kind of cool. They were both released in the same day and they're both in one of my favorite Rockstar games.
0: Anyways, Anyways, we're going <laughs> to. side flip it two was flipping time.
1: To side three? Oh, yeah, side three. So that feels weird to say.
0: Are you guys ready for the flip?
1: Uh, he is flipping the record and you're waiting for the next side. I am flipping the record
0: So you better be ready Cause it's here now
1: We're back We're back Back with side two And one of the Side three Side three Side three and one of the, uh, probably the bigger songs on here. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite fucking Stone pilot, Toads. Definitely. Uh, so th- as I mentioned before, this won a Grammy. Um, it also was very successful in charts and stuff like that. We're
0: very successful in our own opinions because we played all the time.
1: Exactly. Um, like, okay, so, well, yeah. Plush was number one in the States. Yes. Not Number two in Canada.
0: Come on, Canada. Creep was number two in the States. And it was funny, you mentioned that radio had released their Creep, mm-hmm. right? Like the same week or something? Uh, it was like a
1: week before, it, yeah, September 22nd or something. This Creep is better. Yeah. Not this Creep song, but uh, like <laughs> this is Creep. The Creep song. Right? <laughs> the
0: Creep song. I meant this Creep is on Stone Temple Pilots Creep. And- this is plush. You like this one.
1: well like obviously it. better. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's what I was saying the whole time.
1: I don't I don't mind Radiohead, but I haven't listened I to I have it that ever. album. It's on Pablo Honey. Okay. I, I have I've it. never listened to the full album. Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Maybe we'll do some Radiohead one day. Maybe we will. They have a lot to talk about. So much. Uh so after they released this album, they started doing some opening up for Rage Against the Machine and Megadeth. Ugh. So Rage. They both released monster albums in '92 as well. Uh, foreclosure of a dream for uh, not foreclosure.
0: Yeah.
1: Self-titled.
0: No, it's the Megadeth one. Yeah. Oh. I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> like, I like Megadeth, but I'm not I'm not up to date. I'm not. Uh, uh, There's I like Peace Cells, and I don't really know that.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, that's the one with sweat and bullets. That that album, okay. Countdown to Extinction. There you go down to that's that uh, 92 as well as Rage Against the Machine's first album 92 oh, as well oh it's so good and <laughs> this was 92 man 92 was probably one of the best years I think for the 90s in my opinion but then I can't say that because there's a million other ones but
0: um so we might have back. a
1: hair on the needle yeah. sometimes there's hairs that get on it makes it skip a little pop pop but, yeah. pop pop the poppity um, just quickly going off the charts then we can talk about other shit I just want to get rid of the charts they're they're fun to talk about they're fun to know where it is but it's just numbers it doesn't really mean anything at the end of the day if you like the song you like the song and you don't you don't but this album went 8 times platinum in the states that's 8 million sales and 2 times platinum in Canada so you know not bad for charts, honestly, like we've we've seen a pretty success, like uh, sorry, not success, but like a, a steady uh, between all the albums we've done so far, they really are top-selling albums, honestly. So far, yeah. Like we're probably gonna touch on a lot of other ones that are like some obscure shit, yeah, yeah, stuff that's not as big. But I mean, fuck, we can't help it. It's all good. There's no, there's a reason it's big. Uh, yeah. That's pretty much it for charts. Canada, the album went to eight, and uh, US was number three, as I said before. That's about all I've got to say about the charts. There's good reviews. Rolling Stone gave it a five.
0: You know, I had a chance to see them a couple of years ago. Seether uh, was opening up for them, and I don't know, it wasn't Scott. Scott passed at that point, and probably been a couple of years, two years, three years. I don't know, I didn't do it, and I've always regretted it, because it was at a place I wouldn't, like, I think it was at the Corona, or or Amtellus, or something like that. A nice venue, where, like, it's always good sound, always great view, like, you always have a chance at meeting them, like, I don't know. I regret not going.
1: Yeah. I mean, it would've definitely... uh, It would've
0: been worth it, man. Yeah, definitely. The tickets weren't much, either. They were, like, 50 bucks. But then you got to. get to Montreal, you gotta, you know, pay your gas, you gotta drive, you gotta fucking eat, you gotta booze it up a little bit, you gotta fucking stomp up a Pilots concert. Well, yeah,
1: definitely. I mean, Scott would not be happy if he didn't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The recovering addict.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But like you mentioned earlier, uh, Scott, for me, he really, like, he makes, I think, I like listening to Stone Temple Pilots because Scott Weiland is the lead singer, and, and like all the music's great, obviously, but just his voice is fucking great and Yeah, like I don't know, I like Scott Weiland a lot. He he really, especially his, you know, I feel bad for the guy. He struggled with so much fucking. Well, I love her substance abuse.
0: Like I said, I love him in Velvet Revolver. My sister seen the that. Contraband tour twice Phil saw it Everybody Yeah filled. Phil saw it he Phil saw like,
1: Scott Weiland And we didn't see Scott That's Willand. crazy Shout out to Phil Shout out to Phil What up Phil
0: um, He said he loved us Yeah he
1: does He loves me He loves all of us
0: <laughs> Well he loves me he says <laughs> No he says
1: not Anyways This um, is a weird song eh Yeah This kind of brings me vibes To his uh, solo album Scott's solo album
0: yeah, it also seems like something that could have been in between songs on Purple. Mm-hmm. True. They have a
1: lot of weird little yeah. transitioning things. Where's my cigarette? Um, Scott, I really like that album. He released uh, 12 Bar Blues in 98. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. It's got some pretty good tunes on there. Unfortunately, it's not on record, so you probably won't hear it unless it gets re-released. Yeah But you probably won't hear it But it was a great fuck. It's a great album Uh, He sings some great tunes on it Uh, It's Not at all what you would expect Like There's some weird sounding stuff on them And there's some blues songs And there's some Fucking interesting Harder rock songs I love this fucking song And then he
0: When he would do it live He'd have like a megaphone Yeah
1: Yeah Done, he used mm. Megaphone a lot Re- it Yeah did it, did it, it there. Yeah they uh, did
0: it Velvet Revolver too like, He cool, likes man. that shit <laughs> I don't blame him It's pretty dope It is And they did a lot of Like Well
1: remember Which show did we watch It was like 2000 uh, Yeah 2001 or something like that. It's early 2000s Yeah And he, he was, all was all Over that stage <laughs> As
0: far as front men go They don't Very, get much better Than Scott Wilder Very
1: fucking Just I don't even know what he's doing. He's moving. He's like he's slithering around, running it. over here, dancing. Like slithering he's... around. Well, that's what, kind of what he does. He does this weird like a fucking... little snake charmer. and He's charming <laughs> himself. It's like you know the uh, you know. Axel Rose has the fucking you know the whole thing he used to do back in the day. There, the. I wonder if that's just a lead singer thing. You got to kind of get. Well, not all lead singers are
0: out and and like drinking. I mean, early Chris Cornell was a crazy frontman, but but then he wanted to play guitar, you know, and he, like, he kind of became yeah. one of the other guys, you know, like, mm-hmm. you, when you're just a vocalist, your instrument is your vocals, you know, you're not holding anything, your hands are out, you yeah. know, you gotta, you gotta get the crowd going, then some people do it. like look at fucking Brian Johnson or Bon Scott, Joe Cocker I mean, Joe, Joe fucking, Cocker rah, rah,
1: rah, rah. I love Joe Cocker I watch that and I'm like <laughs> fuck that's fucking great he feels it he's like I was like watching I'm oh, sorry. sorry go ahead Go on, I was go watch. watching a reaction video of someone doing Joe Cocker and he said this guy is possessed by music and I was like fuck that's you know that's a good analogy for it you know he's like he feels it so yeah. much that he cannot control his body yeah, you know, I like I've seen Scott do it on stage. Uh, you know, it's hard when you're on like a lot. That's a, being in a band. I find a lot of people are like, oh, you need more stage presence, and it's like, yes, okay, stage presence is good, but if you're playing killer fucking music, well, look you, at you don't need to jump around and yeah. fucking moronic. But I mean, some but the, I love it though, <laughs> especially in this era.
0: Like Eddie Vedder is a good uh, example. Like Eddie Vedder would climb the raft, like, like all the stuff on the side of yeah, the bars yeah. and climb up into the rafters, and then jump into the crowd. You know what I mean? He can't fucking do that now. No, no. And he made it. Like he was known for that. Yeah. You know, in the '90s. But here we are in the '20s. In the '20s. Oh, yeah. You jump know what I that. mean? And he just like Chris was at the time. He's playing a lot more guitar, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, he still does a little bit of climbing sometimes, which is pretty cool to see. But, like, he's not going up as high. No. He's not... Oh, he's, he used to sometimes take risks. Yeah. And literally, the band would be down there looking up, and, like, those are the guys from Mother Love Bone. And they already lost a singer. Yeah, from a lot of they thought they were going to lose one from Stupidity. Wow,
1: he's yeah. hanging from the fucking, like, the... Uh, that Pink Pop Festival there, he's hanging yeah. right from the middle of the stage on the bar in the middle. I know. And it's like, God, that's fucking brave. I would never do that. No, fuck no. But then you look, Wayne, he's very, you know, he does rock out, but he's more con- conservative to the mic. He's not yeah. running around the stage, jumping By, around.
0: With a voice like that, you just, you, you, yeah. you don't need you to. You get the attention yeah, right, obviously. Exactly, And I mean, nothing on Eddie's voice. Eddie's voice in the earlier days may have actually suffered just because he was running around and doing all of that, yeah, you know definitely. what I mean. But still, could put on a show.
1: Man, I don't know if you do it. I try walking. Like when I walk to work, I'm singing. Like I sing out loud. Usually at night when I'm all by myself. Dude, anytime I'm in my car, I'm performing in front of the stadium. <laughs> I know. It's just. But you know, sometimes when I'm walking, I don't like. I feel my, like the, my the voice, the note I'm hitting, jumping as I'm walking. So. I can see where Eddie Vedder's voice would have a fucking hard time. They're running around the yeah. stage like that. But he would still scream it out, mm-hmm. man. Like, Holy shit. Um. Fucking lead singers, though, they got a big job to do, though. Yeah, like not only they're singing, but they got to pref- like they got to put on a little extra of a show, especially if you're not playing a guitar. Like you know, you gotta you don't gotta. There was a time where, you know, before Chris passed, um. It felt
0: like he was gonna be one of the ones that made it for mm-hmm. a moment, you yeah. know. He was never doing well, but he was always getting through. Mm-hmm. And you, I don't know. One of the last pictures he ever did, like in a photo shoot, he's with his mom. Have you seen those photos? No. Where he's like just hugging his mom. No, I haven't and seen. Like, those. Uh, it was um.
1: Pretty intense, you know. Well, I still remember when Scott died. Like I remember. Did I say Chris? That. Oh, yeah. uh, I met Scott. Oh, you met Scott? Meant Scott. Okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But... I don't think Chris was close with his parents. <laughs> uh, okay. I was like, oh, okay. I no, know my that. dad, it's my like... dad. But yeah, no, I still remember Scott. Did you Scott. see
0: those photos, though? No, of I, I still
1: didn't. No? But I, you know, I I don't remember exactly where I was, obviously, but I do remember rereading the news article. Scott Weiland has passed away. Uh, he... I woke up to it, in like, on my phone, I had like a notification or something, or... He, well uh, He did have a lot of problems with substance abuse He was in and out of rehab most of the time Uh, So uh, Ultimately Like Like a lot of people I like Died of a drug overdose Uh, Accidental Okay No, I didn't see that But that is fucking Wow Man, that is a fucking nice photo Yeah Glad to see he was close to his mom What does his his mom kind of look like?
0: No, never mind. Who? Who are you
1: thinking? thinking? Sharon, but never mind. <laughs> okay, we're not <laughs> <We've> lost, <there's laughs> we no won't go there. <laughs> we won't go there. Uh yeah, so he ultimately came to his uh his he he lost his battle with drugs uh in September. No, uh was it September? Uh, I, don't
0: I don't know the exact date I it was twenty fifteen. I mean, something really sad. If you watch the Velvet Revolver music video for Fall to Pieces, like, it's almost put on display in a sense. It was, uh, you know, Duff McKagan was someone who almost died from, like, alcohol and drug abuse, and he was at the time in Velvet Revolver
1: with Scott trying to get him clean and sober, and it was, I don't know. Like, that must hurt. Like, that must... That must fucking hurt. Uh, not like seeing you know you you're you you're a recovered addict. You've uh, you know you're still alive, and then you see all these people like your friends and stuff like that pass who were with they you in those same situations, yeah. and just and they just couldn't overcome it. You know. It's and,
0: like I've always I, said, Kurt was different because he wanted to take his life, mm-hmm. um, where oh. someone like Shannon who wanted want to live. And you know, still Lane. Died. I'm sure
1: Lane Lane wanted to live.
0: Well, Lane always said, like... Uh, I know Lane didn't... What it, my my habits and my drug use doesn't define me. My talent does. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, like, and it's true. I but never think of Lane as an addict. I think of him as a talent that just... Unfortunately, yeah. You know? And to... the same for Scott. Yeah, same for Scott. Wow. The same for all of them. Yep. Eddie's the only singer. Well, like, in the big... Mark Arm's still alive Mark Lanigan's still yeah, alive yeah. You know <laughs> yeah. Holy shit He looks a little rough
1: But he's still alive And kicking Yeah, yeah Which uh, is good though Honestly Yeah, yeah For sure From Mad season He's still alive Yeah the Bass player's not But I now. mean like that As far as vocalists Oh like yeah They true, always yeah, seem yeah, to
0: yeah, Like Chris Cornell's dead Scott Weiland's dead Shannon Hoon's dead Lane Lane's dead Chris Kurt's dead Chris
1: Like they're all dead Yeah he's, he's the only one Yeah Honestly, yeah. Like, uh... Which is... And you listen Andy to... Wood, Andy, Wood.
0: Andy Wood. yeah. You listen to some of the vocals and you just... You hear it. Pal. You hear it. it. You hear it, yeah. A lot of pain. Yeah, oh well, yeah. But, they, and they put it on display, you know, and... You know, Alice Cooper said in a... I think it was in the Slash documentary on the Sunset Strip. But they were talking about, like, the grunge bands and the grunge scene... Alice Cooper, he said, like, I want to get a big bus and take all those grunge bands to fucking Disneyland. (laughs) 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 That that fucking made me laugh. (laughs) But, yeah, a lot of it is emotional music. Some of it's just heavy and good.
1: Yeah. I mean, they touch a lot of different things. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, well, okay, so, since we're talking about the meaning of songs, Stone Temple Pilots did write, uh very meaningful songs like it's oh, not yeah. all just rock and roll like that's a lot of a lot of people thought they were just going it's oh, just a rock and roll band but you know like they wrote like sex type thing uh, is about uh, like you know abusing power and thinking as of women as sex objects yeah but that's a you know it's a thing that's been going on for years decades fucking centuries that women have always been kind of you know seen as a sex type thing <laughs> and it's unfortunate, but you know Scott Weiland's trying to point that out, and all these people are like, uh, "It's just mere rock and roll actor singing uh, about nothing and all that." But they actually have a lot of meaning in their songs, and like you know, Lane with his yeah. drugs, uh, like he he's you know junkhead. All these big songs, you know. so many great songs were written written by people that were in pain or. Just people that were in, in touch with their emotions, to them, yeah. but knew how they felt. Like, uh, you know, Scott was, uh, he was also bipolar, too. Yeah. So. He was diagnosed later, though, yeah. right? Yeah. But, I mean, I think that's probably something either, like, you're born, are you born with bipolar? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Don't quote me. But, uh, like, if you're born with it, like, I guess it, it probably takes a while for people to realize, you know. I think you can can you're born with it, and I think you could just, like... um, Develop it. Like, maybe it's because he did so much, you know, drugs and alcohol that he maybe developed some erratic behavior. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Are we at the end? Is this the end? Yeah, we're at the end. Oh, man. Yeah, well...
0: It went by pretty quick. I mean, this is such an awesome album. Um, There's so much more to do. Well, not enough, but still more. Um, I have... This one I have purple. Brad might have purple by the end of the night.
1: Who knows? Um, Fingers crossed. knock on titled
0: "When They Get Back Together,"
1: and uh, I'm hoping to get Tiny Music soon. So yeah, I want to get the. I don't even have any. I would really like to get one soon. Ah, he's jealous. <laughs> Uh, just to go back, uh, December 3rd was when Scott died, for anyone who was actually December, keeping 3rd? Track, December 3rd, 2015. It was a cold winter day. Yeah. Well, up here, I don't know where he was. He was in yeah, Minnesota was. or something like that. I think that was where it was. Doesn't Minnesota uh, get fairly cold? Oh, yeah, maybe. Oh. oh, not as cold as here. Not like Texas, apparently. <laughs> oh, jeez, Uh, yeah. Anyways, that's Stone Temple Pilots' core, man. Like, yeah, we hope you enjoyed idea. it.
0: Go look it up. Go listen to it if you don't know it. Go on our Facebook page. Comment on the link. No one's done that yet. Yeah. Comment your favorite song.
1: We'd like to know. And um, uh, don't listen to uh, Purple yet, because it'll be coming up in a podcast someday. Or listen (laughs) to
0: it anyways, and then...
1: And then love it with us.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Yeah. Have a good one. Have a good day, y'all. Bye.